this time on Holy Ghost Notes. Can we just get a golf clap for those guys? My goodness. Matt, are you okay? It's coming out of both sides. (laughs) TMI. (laughs) What's up, everybody? This is the Holy Ghost Notes podcast. You are listening to Tim and Matt. And, um... Yeah, we had to squeeze this one in. <laughs> episode 70, though. We hit 70 episodes as of today. So, wow, that's awesome. Congratulations. Congratulations to you. Thank you. That's a big Thank accomplishment. Yeah, I huge. didn't think we'd make it to 20, so I'm <laughs> right. stoked on that. I don't know. I, I didn't think we'd make it to two, honestly. <laughs> I was yeah, like, that's true, This too. could go either way. We'll find out. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's been a fun ride. <laughs> yeah, well, we owe a lot to our inner circle. That's right. Like, we were just talking about it in the pre-roll. Mm-hmm. So prior to recording every episode, we just do, it's typically like an eight to 10 minute segment for those that aren't not familiar with it. And um this past we one just like talked to our inner circle folks. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Like two and a half. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, inner but circle. But it's it's really because of their support that we're still here because it takes a lot of coordination. Anyone that does a podcast or anyone that has meetings throughout the day on Zoom just knows it takes a lot of back and forth. And that's the part that sucks. It's not it's yeah. not fun. It's it's it can be stressful trying to figure out how you're gonna make it work and then it's of course technology so you never know what the x factor is with that (laughs) yeah um as it turns out this one's going fairly well so this is the fun part this is you don't have heat i think we got all that that technical issues out (laughs) before the podcast you don't have heat (laughs) you're sitting like 42 (laughs) degrees right now um so hopefully this podcast will actually go swimmingly because of that you can see my breath (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Matt, are you okay? <laughs> Stop talking. Yeah, yeah. Just, is Zoom frozen or are you actually frozen? I can't tell. <laughs> oh man, that's. I think that deserves. Oh yeah, a, uh, I get. I get one that for that. Nice. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> man, that was quick. Very yeah, quick. Hey, gotta be, gotta be. We've we've only got a little <laughs> bit of time, so we've got some exciting topics for you. But before we get into the topics, Matt, yeah. tell us a little bit why. We're so busy. <laughs> What's going on with you, man? How's I don't know. tour? What's, I mean, I'm not. I'm not doing much these days. You know? Not it's at all. Pretty yeah. slow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tours, tours, <laughs> tours going well. It's it's fun. I I'm blown away by Justin Foley. Plays Dude. drums for Kill Switch. Yeah. <sighs> and like, I don't know whether or not to like go and practice after I'm done watching him, or yeah, to like start taking my shoes off and playing barefoot mm. because that's what he like I want to mimic everything he does yeah. because I've never seen someone that's as much of a human metronome as him they don't play to a click really there's no click kill switch wow. plays to Justin Foley I did he not sets know the that. tempo and here's something crazy um last week Joel their stage right guitarist got covid oh no so JB and Bre- uh, JB and Dustin are playing guitar Oh for like gosh. a total of six songs. Are they headlining? It has been incredible to see them. Kills, yeah, they're headlining. So so JB and, and Dustin are playing a, an entire set with ABR and putting yeah. everything into that, and then they're going and playing for a kill switch. Yes. Jeez. That's correct. <laughs> and wow. they've spent a total of like 15 minutes with Adam D., with him showing them the riffs. <laughs> and they have no tabs. So they've learned it by ear. And there's no click track. 
which we're very accustomed to playing to. Yeah. So they have to like. Can, can we just get a golf clap for lead. those guys? My I mean, goodness, that is, that's pro right there. Super pro. I told them that I've never been more proud of them, and yeah. I feel like this is like they always talk about my Zildjian Live moment, and I I've been telling them like this is your Zildjian Live moment. Like this is you guys standing out <laughs> and for kill learning game. material. Yeah. yeah, learning material last minute. I mean, they found out. I think it was like three hours before showtime. Hey, can you oh learn a song gosh. for tonight? So they've been killing it. Um, it's been them. so it's awesome. It's been so cool to see. But anyway, Justin Foley's amazing. He's a human metronome. Um, the tour is doing well. I I'm surprised that you'll have a show that's sold out at 2,600 tickets. In fact, it's oversold, like in Boston. Yeah. And you have 1,600 people coming. Mm. It's like, where are the other 1,000? Yeah. Of course, these tickets were purchased two years ago. Right. That's, but yeah. I think my I think I'm slightly biased in that I'm thinking who wouldn't want to come see Killswitch? Kill <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you have tickets to come see this band. How are you not here? And 1,000 people. I mean, it's not like... 300 300 is yeah. probably fairly typical of a drop but um so that's been that's been interesting but it, there's really nothing to complain about i mean the covid protocol is tight we're in a bubble mm-hmm. uh trying to make it through the next month i've been super lucky i've been home like three days the last 10 days so i've been, I've been able to see annie and that's nice we're gonna yeah. celebrate valentine's day today and, oh great um, so it's it's been it's been good that's man. awesome it's man. been really that's good. great that's good yeah. that's good i'm glad to hear that yeah, funny story about Kill Switch. <clears throat> so, um, you know, obviously everyone loves Kill Switch Engage, but I saw them live uh, with my wife and a couple friends. She wasn't my wife at the time, um, but she used to get these heart palpitations. And so we saw them at this festival, and I just remember, I don't remember actually which song it was, but um, the double kick was so consistent for like probably two minutes or something and the subwoofers were so loud that like you could feel it and my wife actually started getting heart palpitations like with the double bass like it was like like and so she actually ended up fainting we had to pull her out of the crowd and everything but this is this is during kill switch um oh my gosh and uh yeah it was just like insane so that's like whenever i hear kill switch engage i start thinking about that that moment um (laughs) but they're they're so good man i didn't realize that they were that they didn't play to a click that's wild that it is, is wild. Something something else that's cool too is they have Light the Torch as the opener, and Light mm-hmm. the Torch's vocalist is Howard Jones, right? Who was the guy who came in after Jesse mm-hmm. and did like the Killswitch DVD, did in the Heartache. So yeah. I mean, Jesse, he's, he's who I fell original, in love with Killswitch with. He was the singer at the time. Huge you know? voice. Yeah, I mean, ridiculous voice. But Jesse's so cool that he is he he. I don't know how to say it. He he's okay. That doesn't sound quite right. He he's stoked about Howard Jones coming out on stage and singing like two and a half songs. That's awesome. And I was talking to my band about that. That takes a big dude. Yeah. That takes pushing ego like, aside. Yeah. Yeah. And to like to be stoked about it because Howard Jones's voice is bigger than Jesse's. Yeah. And Jesse knows and it. And it's iconic. And so it's, yeah. And and it's iconic. It's very unique. Yeah. If, like if you've never seen the Kill Switch DVD, go watch that. It's so sick. I tell everyone to do that. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 really cool. And, and and I was thinking about the other day. That really stands out to me about Jesse. Mm-hmm. It's like 
it would be one thing for him to have a better voice or a bigger voice than Howard and not be cool Mm -hmm. with Howard coming out. But the fact that he's stoked about Howard coming out, it's like, who cares that his voice isn't as big as Howard's? That says a lot more about who he is as a person than for sure. His sk- oh yeah, it says, than his skill it says and so ability. much about his character. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. Wow. So so you're you're um so Howard's on tour with you. Oh, I guess his band is touring with you guys. So he's that's cool. Yeah, that's and uh, <laughs> and guess who's playing drums for him for Light the Torch? Who? Alex Rudinger. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a fun tour yeah <laughs> uh, it's a total drummer tour that's it's awesome. hilarious though because alex's pre-show warm-up is like Whitechapel, the faceless mm-hmm. right like he does it every night he has to do it yeah we were just talking last night about it and then he goes out on stage and he's like it's like straight ahead rock i was kidding with him last night i'm like dude it's wild to me that i'm the blast beat guy on this tour and the other other time I've toured with you, you were in Good Tiger. I was also the Blast Beat <laughs> right. guy yeah. on that yeah. tour. You've never the been the Blast Beat so guy, technical. but yeah. you're the guy. Yeah, man, oh man. <laughs> he literally writes tabs for metal drummers. That's so <laughs> like, oh, man, or notation. That I guy is. Say. That guy is so talented. A freaking machine. Yeah, man. I'm sitting in my dressing room, and you just hear beep 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 beep. <laughs> Five minutes. You're like, oh my gosh. Alex is not human. He's, he's yeah. not human. Yeah. <laughs> I want some of that. Yeah. Uh, what a good dude, too. It's got to be. It's got to be he a lot is. of fun. I love him. That's awesome, man. So uh, I guess we might as well get into the topics. We are going to, it's going to be somewhat of a shorter episode today. Um, well, wait, I want to know about but, how things oh. are going for you. Who cares about the topic? Yeah, <laughs> things are going <laughs> well. I should say, so January was so tough, man. It was like we got COVID, and then right after that we got uh, the stomach bug. Mm. And I, I honestly, I would take COVID again before getting the stomach bug again. Like, I just, yep, it, was, same. it was awful. Coming out of both sides, <laughs> TMI. <laughs> but uh, we all uh, it was it. not. It was not fun. Took me out of the game for like two days. I just was so exhausted that like I was laying on the couch and my my kids were screaming and getting into things and I just couldn't even like lift up my head to say stop that. Like <laughs> I was just dead. I was done. Hmm. Um, so I'm glad that's all out of the way. Um, February has been great so far. February is our birthday month. So um, like my birthday is right at the end of January. And then then it's my mother-in-law like a week later. Then um, let's see. My son is turning one this Friday, which is oh, insane. Yeah. I can't believe he's turning one wow. already. And then, um, and then it's my sister-in-law's birthday, then my wife's birthday, and then my son Caden's birthday on the 22nd. So all within mm-hmm. like less than four weeks time, there's just like six birthdays. <laughs> so Dang, there's a lot to celebrate for Valentine's Day. Yeah, Valentine's Day actually kind of gets, um, yeah, it rarely actually gets considered <laughs> because <Right>. my <laughs> sister-in-law's birthday is on the 15th and then my wife's is on the 16th. So Valentine's Day is 14th and it's just like doesn't even matter because oh you know. So, yeah, we uh, (laughs) don't have time to celebrate Valentine's Day. That's tough for your wife, I would imagine. Or maybe Uh, at this point it's baked into the cake. Yeah, it's baked into the cake. You know, we'll do something, like, usually for the kids, like, you know, 
some some candy or like a gift or something or you know coloring book and and that's kind of the gist of our valentine's day because we don't really like going out when it's super busy and that's like the mm-hmm. you know that's the big day so we'll usually do like a birthday celebration with everybody mm-hmm. go out to dinner or something and you know but yeah february hmm. february's our, our busy month and uh so we're just we're just rocking and rolling at least we're not sick anymore no um, kidding um, glad we got that all out of the way <laughs> you know no kidding yeah it's health is everything it really is man I, I i was just thinking about this the other day and it's funny that you you mentioned it because like um when when i'm sick and i don't get sick often but it, it really just disrupts everything Oh, I know. And and so I can't imagine like there's some people who have um illnesses like fibromyalgia or you know things that they just have to live with constantly yeah, chronic pain that just mm-hmm. you know like they have to figure out um how to function like a normal human being amid mm-hmm. this suffering and um man if if there's anything else to make you feel like grateful and thankful about your life it's Getting sick, <laughs> having a, yep. a quick, uh, oh my gosh, this is awful, and then getting mm-hmm. back to normal life and being like, oh, thank God I'm not sick anymore. Like, I know. <laughs> you know, Amen. I mean, geez. Uh, I'm so I'm very grateful that it was, uh, you know, three week stint of sickness right at the beginning, got it out of the way, and now we're all healthy yeah. and, you know, no one died, no one has long term effects or anything. So, yeah, very thankful. That's over awesome. Here. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that's in your rearview mirror. Now yeah. you can just celebrate people. That's right. That's right. Now now on the celebration. <laughs> <laughs> so. Nice. Good stuff. Well, mm-hmm. thank you uh, all for listening along. We're going to hop right in here. If you're not familiar, we do drum topic and then faith topic. Yep. Yep. And we're going to cruise. So uh, it's going to be fun. track with us. Um, so I came up with the topics for today and... The, the topic, the drum topic today is something that, I don't know, I guess I was thinking about on this tour. Uh, what is the drum topic? I forget how I phrased it. It has to do with like... Don't panic. Don't right? panic. Yeah, don't panic. I, I know they have to do with each other. Don't panic, relax, relax, don't panic. So the, the faith topic is relax. But they, they kind of go hand in hand, which is something we like to do here at Holy Ghost Notes, because we, I guess we found that the drum topic and faith topic oftentimes speak to each other. Yeah, there's so many parallels. So, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I like it. Hitting stuff and <laughs> life hitting you in the yeah. face. <laughs> hitting and getting hit. <laughs> yes. Let's just change the name of the podcast real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much sums it up. Yeah. That's our tagline. <laughs> yeah. So don't, don't panic. Um, the other night on tour, I got... My I put my ears in, so we all wear. I'm actually wearing them right now. If you're watching this, I mm-hmm. I have a pair of custom molded in ear monitors, a couple pairs. This is one, and we always put these in, and then we strap the cable to the back of our shirt, thread it back, uh, you know, underneath our shirt, and then plug it into our wireless pack. Anyway, this is how we can monitor ourselves, everyone else, the click track, and not have to be plugged in. Yep, uh, like you know, basically hardwired and we don't need monitors on stage. So we've had this rig for like 12 years and I'm pretty familiar with how it should sound. When I put on my ears at this particular show, it did not sound right. Well, there's one factor which 
can make you panic, and it's called RF, which I, I don't even know what it stands for. Uh, but it's like a it's like a staticky oh, yeah. white noise. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes it happens where you have a poor signal or there are a lot of other uh, signal issues. There's there's too much interference in the room with other... Um, I think it's radio other, frequency is RF. Okay, fairly, there you go. Fairly, fairly positive, yeah. Sounds right. We'll go with it. If we're wrong, correct us. I'm sure you will. <laughs> Could be no wrong. Doubt. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I think it's probably just RF, but JB sounds really quiet in my right ear. Jake mm. comes up to me. He's like, dude, does JB sound quiet to you? I'm like, yeah. All right, so let's turn JB up. Sounds like it's a JB thing. Mm-hmm. Well, he wasn't quiet at anyone else's. I still had this RF kind of sound, but everything seemed quiet. Hmm. I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to go with it. So I get up on stage. There's probably, I don't know, a 1,000 people there. And we have this sample. The sample's playing. We know when to go up. We have this cue in our ears. Um and all of a sudden, beep, 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 five, six, seven, eight, and the click is pretty quiet. So my pack's already turned up to like seven. I usually have it at five. All of these things are yellow flags at this point. I wouldn't say red. Mm-hmm. Well, as soon as I hit the first note of Truth of a Liar, I'm like, okay, I cannot hear my kick drum. Oh, I can't hear my snare. Oh, no. I can really only hear Brent, and it doesn't sound clear. I really can't hear JB maybe a little bit of bass but i need to be able to monitor my kick drum big time in this set especially the first two songs and you we said Truth this all sounded good in 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 sound check we didn't do sound check oh you didn't day. do <laughs> exactly there you go. exactly so this is the day that joel got covid mm. or we found out about it so okay. kill switch took a while to check because sure they were working stuff out yep, yep. so i'm like all right my first thought Ah! <laughs> <laughs> my second thought ah! <laughs> and then I was like alright Matt don't panic this is why you practice to just a click track <laughs> calm down you can do this just yeah. hold it together and you know the first three songs are like bunched up against each other so it's like truthful liar meddler paramount all tons of ripping double bass can't mm-hmm. hear just trusting my body <laughs> yeah get Man. to the end spencer comes up gives me a new set of ears doesn't fix it oh no next song change out the pack here it turns out for whatever reason i was on brent's mix fun time so now i can hear yeah but I'm a little bit frazzled at this point. Definitely didn't play the best because I was putting too much effort into this thing that that usually is, it's usually counterintuitive. Yeah. It's like the more relaxed you are, the better you play. But that's not the way that you right. react to a situation where you're either like high on adrenaline or in like fight or flight mode. Right. And what you play requires so much of your attention that if your attention is di- diverted elsewhere, it's going to Drained. affect how, how you play. Inevitably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just dra- I, I I was just drained, like mentally drained <laughs> after that show. <laughs> so this this is really a unique scenario, I think. If I were to guess, for a lot of you, the yeah, for a lot of you that are listening, just trying to visualize what what you would be thinking in terms of like, have I ever had an experience like that? And I think for some of you, maybe in church, mm-hmm. you've been playing with tracks or. Um, 
some something happened to the set that you're playing in church or in some set some some semblance of a performance setting mm-hmm. things fell apart and you're reacting to this <laughs> calamity it's hard to react in a way where you're not panicking yeah. so what i learned from this was you have to remind yourself that you can do this. You, 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 you have to remind yourself that your body, your muscle memory, your brain, your ability is all worthy of your trust. Mm-hmm. And you're either going to believe in that and relax in the knowledge that I practiced, I put in the time, I prepared I've been playing for this many years. I know this song. You have to relax in in that context or you'll react to the situation. That's right. Yeah, it's <laughs> I think I think anyone who has performed or played live I, more than 10 times has experienced <laughs> yeah. some level. I, I like that number, actually. <laughs> some level of panic, <laughs> like a panic moment. <laughs> I mean, I can think of so many instances, uh, you know, in worship. I think I talked about this at one point, but like, you know, uh, I mean, if, as a drummer, anytime a head breaks or a stick breaks um, while you're playing live, there is that moment of what do I do next? Um mm-hmm. You know, for me, it was my, uh, you know, my bass, head, my kick drum head at one point. The, you know, beater went straight through. Um, <laughs> snare heads have broken during sets. Sticks have broken. Cymbals have broken during sets. Mm-hmm. You know, um, one instance specifically <laughs> um, that's a little bit more related to what Matt's story was. Um, I remember, so so in my, in my one band, I didn't have any actual um, instruments in my ears. I just had the click. So I ran all of our backing tracks. It was basically a stereo signal. One side was backing tracks that went out to the board. One side was click. Um, And so I memorized the entire set just to the click. And I just knew, okay, you know, next song played to the click. So as far as things going wrong, I wasn't reliant on a mix at all because I was never, they were playing to me, I was never playing to them. So in my Mm. mind, it was like nothing can go wrong. Until, Mm -hmm. uh, I think at that point I was using an iPod Touch to control all of this, you know, so it was just like basically having an album on your iPod Touch of a stereo, you know, stereo signal. And um, for whatever reason, I don't know if it was like really cold or, or something, but the iPod Touch like died like it just stopped working Mm. i couldn't turn it on this was like you know 20 minutes before set time and it never charged and turned back on before the set so here i was feeling very confident going into this show fully practiced i knew what i was doing nothing could go wrong because i didn't have an ear an ear mix um and my backing tracks are gone and my click is gone (laughs) so now i have to play without any in ears in. I think I had one in just to like dampen the sound of the hi hat in my ear or something like that. But um, <laughs> I had one ear, one ear out, one ear in, and uh, 
had to play the set with the band, which sounds a little bit. It's like, oh yeah, well that should be easy. Of just course. play with the band, yeah. but but no, no, no not Mm-mm. not in a room that has terrible acoustics and there's no monitor set up for me because I have in ears. Um, mm-hmm. So all I could hear is what was coming from the back of the cabs. And uh, <laughs> which is nothing. Which is nothing. <laughs> I mean, it's just a drowned, the back of the it's drowned out noise. Um, <laughs> and uh, and that was it. And I just had to go with it. And there's definitely an instinct to panic in those moments. Like, what else do you do? Um, but I think similar to a lot of the other things that we talk about, like worry and fear, those are natural reactions. There's nothing wrong with those. It's your body telling you something is wrong and you need to be aware of it. But at the end of the day, what does it help? What Does it actually mm-hmm. help you at all? And I think that's probably where you're going with this is it doesn't mm-hmm. help to panic. It's natural. It makes sense. No one's going to blame you for panicking in a moment where that is the natural reaction. But <laughs> um, panic will not help you finish out that set or get through that song or, uh, you know, so, um, so what did you do, Matt, in that instant when you just had to calm yourself down and play through the set and, and go with the flow? How did you, um, how did you talk yourself out of the panic? Hmm. Well, my, my first thought was, My first thought was I can't hear my feet. Hmm. And I and I need to be able to hear my feet to play well. I come from such a performance. My personality is so performance based. Like I would imagine there are other people who would go to a blame to like a perspective of blame yeah. like who did this? Who are there up? other people that would be like pissed about it? I, I I don't that's not my go-to instinct at all. Yeah. Like I, I'm not I wasn't thinking about that at all. I was just thinking like, how am I going to hear my feet so that it sounds good out front to these people? And then there's a part of me, I guess, that kicks in that says, this is a challenge. And the challenge is actually something that helps me. It's like how Adam D used to talk, uh, Adam D, (laughs) I'm on tour with Killswitch right now. (laughs) Adam Gray used to talk about how when we'd play in like VFW halls and stuff, and churches, yeah. there would be people kind of like circling behind you, similar to like Warp Tour. Yeah, and that's like there are those of us that get a boost out of that, not because we're we're egotistic. I mean, I'm sure there's some ego in it, but it honestly, it's more of like a challenge. Like, can we play these drums well enough that the people will, the people that hear them acoustically will be impressed? Like, this is hard. I'm rising to the occasion. Mm-hmm. And there's a part of that that kicks in. Like right. no one in this crowd knows that I can't hear what I'm supposed to hear. <laughs> but and but I do I, I can't really hear. So like I'm gonna have to step up. Mm-hmm. And there's a part of me that likes that challenge. Hmm. But you know, there's a, a I'd say the biggest piece of the pie is like a um anxiety I guess anxiety about like and like frustration kicks in, I think right. after anxiety to say like, oh man, I can't hear my feet. Like I can't tell how well I'm doing mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm playing poorly right. and then I'm hard on myself about it. Yeah. So I think the, the thing that I have to battle the most 
you know, initially is the panic, but then once that subsides, I have to curb this idea of like, you suck. Mm -hmm. And be able to walk away from this show knowing that like, I, I held it together. I didn't get off click. I did the best I could. I didn't panic. I didn't blame people. I didn't freak out. Yeah. And I have to look at that as much as I'm looking at like, hmm, I didn't nail that double bass part in Truth of a Liar. Mm -hmm. I didn't. Like most times I don't anyway. So just remind (laughs) remind myself that it's maybe not so much about the hearing. You know, don't be in self-denial about this thing. So, uh, you know, the idea of... don't panic is very layered. Mm. Um, figuring out as we're talking about this, it's it's not just don't panic. Okay, everything's okay now. It's yeah. like there Cut we all have so much slack. baggage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Cut yourself some slack. We we all have baggage that we bring to a situation that's difficult mm-hmm. and challenging. And when we're panicking, um, there's something below that. There's something beneath that. We're, you know, we're scared. Mm-hmm. We're afraid that people will see us for who we really are. We're scared that we won't make it, you know, out alive. We're 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 anxious. We're you know we're frustrated. Like there's all these layers beneath it. But obviously, you have to start with don't panic, because in this sense, people around me needed me, mm-hmm. and so like I was, dude. If you could have seen me, this was me. For like the first five songs. <laughs> yeah. Like guys are like coming so around hard. me, like smiling. I'm just like, I don't care how I look. I look like an idiot right now. Yeah. I you am. Gotta focus. I got to focus on this and hold it together. <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's it, man. It's like when, when something happens and as much as you'd like to think that you've prepared for every, every situation, that's just not the case. Like shit happens and yeah, it's not your fault. And it's not anyone's fault in most cases. It's just it happens. This happens. Mm -hmm. And when it happens, you have to calm yourself down and realize that panicking is not going to help the situation. Do what Mm -hmm. you can. Do your best. And then at the end of the day, cut yourself some slack because you handled that situation as best you could. That's good call. I I like that, actually. That's cool. Cut yourself some slack. Because that is a mature way to look at a situation with context yeah not the end of the world yeah and then if you're if your biggest drumming idol is there watching you mess up go up to him after the show and explain what happened (laughs) (laughs) hey hey man uh couldn't really hear anything man like uh come back tomorrow might be better (laughs) exactly (laughs) and it happens i mean this happens to everybody and if if you are performing or playing playing live or you know just stuff goes wrong you know i mean that wasn't even as bad in comparison to some of these other horror stories that i've heard where you know you lose your gear and you have to play a backline kit that you're not used to and it's not your cymbals and you're you're missing like a a drum like i've had to show up at shows where i was used to playing you know three toms and only had two that i was allowed to use and i had to completely Mm -hmm. change how i played the song yeah you know, that's happened a bunch of times, and that's a pretty common <laughs> occurrence for anyone who's not in a headlining that band. The crap you know? out of me. It's like that, uh, sometimes it just happens, you know? Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. Um, and uh, and it sucks, but... That, that reminds me um, of something I think I wanted to say, and I'm glad you just brought that up. How you respond to a situation 
will say a lot more than you not finding yourself in that situation to begin with. That's true. So in other words, one of the most watched videos of me on YouTube is me dropping a stick. And the reason it's one of the most watched videos is because I recovered very quickly. Yeah. Like, it's like, I don't know if it had to do with the shutter speed or whatever, but it looks like, it hardly looks like I dropped it before I have another stick in my hand. Mm -hmm. It's like, I dropped a stick. That's embarrassing because I came up on the underside of my blast bell and yep. it just went flying. Which happens but too. before you, you know it, it's like, <laughs> enough. there it is. <laughs> it happens, yeah. Foley dropped a stick the other night. Had he freaked out and like lost it, it would have been embarrassing, but it wasn't embarrassing at all because he just like grabbed another one. I think he had a little smile. And yeah. It's like that's that that dude's cool as shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's, that's right. all. That's awesome. That's right. He dropped a stick and he's he's laughing it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gonna have fun. And I've seen uh, on the flip side people who have reacted very poorly and thrown mm-hmm. their equipment down when there were technical issues and walked off the stage and like. That says a lot more about you than, like, I'm very understanding to technical difficulties. If it happens on stage and someone's messing up because of it, like, I get it. It's frustrating yeah, up exactly. there. But if they're reacting and they're just having a good time, you know, I I saw a band once where, like, they lost power on the stage to most of their gear. And so they just stripped down and, like, did basically an acoustic set with whatever they had. And they kept the Dang. show going. And I was like, this is, like, you don't see this set every night. You don't see this mm-hmm. side of this band. So this is special mm-hmm. and this is cool. And I just enjoyed the show even more because of these technical difficulties that they championed yeah. rather than walking off the stage in frustration. And, you know, so mm-hmm. there's a lot that can uh, that can happen here. And I think, yeah, that's, you know, cut yourself some slack and uh, react as, as best as you can. Yep. I would say relax instead of... Rel- Try to relax instead of react. Mm. That would be my mindset going into True. this because reacting is, for me, is usually something bad happened and now I'm going to do something bad right. in response yep. to it. Yeah. So try to relax before you react. And know that this is going to happen. Something Expect will it. happen. Expect, sure. yeah. Expect things going wrong because it's just hope life. for the best, prepare for the worst. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that's going to happen. That's right, and that applies to life as well. <laughs> things yeah, go so wrong. In speaking life. of which, <laughs> yes. Speaking of which, let's transfer into our God topic. Yeah, let's do it. So, drum topic, as we said earlier, really does carry over. We have about thirteen minutes, so we're going to cover this quickly. Yeah. And then rap. Uh, <clears throat> this um, this topic, relax, <laughs> came about recently. Uh, it came up in a very real way in my life. My my fiance and I are doing furniture shopping mm. for our house, and we found two couches that we like from a store somewhat local, brand new. So we ordered them. We sat on them once, like the color. They came in, paid for the delivery. And these two kids bring them in to the house and the cushions fall off the couches as they bring them in. I think it was both on the love seat. Both Mm. cushions fell into the snow, which has salt in it, in my Mm. front yard. And Annie looks at me and I look at her. And of course you're like, 
any professional furniture mover knows to remove cushions before you flip right. it upright and move it into somebody's house. Mm-hmm. They then proceed to nick um, like a, a piece of wood off the trim inside my door. So it's like, I don't know, it's probably like a two inch piece is like hanging there now. Yeah. <laughs> and they bring him in and put him put him in the house and we had him for a night. I mean, Annie and I literally sat on it before I left for tour for probably 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, it might have been an hour. It was brief. And we realized these couches are incredibly uncomfortable. <laughs> and they're super small. Like they don't look right in my living room mm-hmm. at all. So we're not going to keep them. And I was like, all right, let's see if they do returns. This has already been sort of a poor experience. So I called up the company after looking at the website, which clearly says no returns, all sales are final. Talked to the lady and she's just very straightforward. Like, no, we don't do this. You know, we don't do this sort of thing. And uh, so I I, I was frustrated by the whole thing. Like I'm still kind of frustrated about it. And rightly so. And so I wanted to talk about how to relax when you're in a situation that's aggravating like this, where you feel like the other person should be giving more, mm-hmm. the other business that you're working with, the, the, uh, your spouse, your friend, your parent, your, your child, you know, you feel like the relationship isn't fair, I guess. Right. Yeah. Or the other person's not seeing you, um, eye to eye. And mm-hmm. you feel like if you were in their shoes, you would do things differently. Like if I own yep. this company, Tim, if I own this company and sold these couches to you and you never even brought up the fact that the cushions fell in the snow, they broke the trim, like you just called and said, hey, these things are brand new. We sat in them for an hour. What Can you do something? Like, can you help us out? It's just not going to work. Yeah. Like I'll drive them back to you. And, you know, if I responded as a company and was like, sorry, can't do anything, like try Facebook Marketplace. Uh, it would just be... It would be so frustrating. Yeah, it would be. And that's that's where I'm at right now. Mm. That's where I'm at. And so I, I'm I'm not at the point where I am fully relaxed with the outcome of this, but I thought I thought it would be cool just to talk about the real life scenario of like being let down mm. and how to relax in a situation where you maybe you were actually wronged or at least you were you feel like you were. Yeah. Yeah. I um I think everyone listening has had this experience many times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> and if not, tell me your secret <laughs> because, uh, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is, uh, yeah. While you were telling that story, I thought of probably a hundred different scenarios <laughs> where this has happened to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thankfully, infuriating. Yeah. In a situation like this, uh, my wife is notorious for, uh, getting what, what we want. (laughs) (laughs) There's the secret. And then some, and that's the secret. Sounds like you're married to the the secret, man. And the phone to Julianne, she'll make sure it gets done. Yeah. So, I mean, (laughs) similarly we bought, uh, so when Julianne was very pregnant, um, we had this bed that was probably 20 years old and I was having consistent back pain. And she was so pregnant that, like, we needed to get a new bed. So we ended up, like, splurging 
getting a sleep number bed, which I don't recommend nice. for the price. But oh, it was, really? I mean, it's it's cool. Like it's like dual zone, so you get to switch the comfort level and whatnot. And we on I mean, what are we it, talking like, like five grand? Uh, not grand? quite, but like it was yeah, like three. Okay. Th- you know, we got like the lower end model, but it was. Still expensive, considering we could have bought a mattress for a thousand dollars, and it probably would have been fine. But um, right. <laughs> you know, so so we get this we get this mattress. The salesperson, we loved the salesperson at the store. We were led to believe that like it came with uh, with a frame. Um, you know, they sold us like the box spring, and they called the box spring the bed frame. Um, and so it arrives, and it's literally just like. A plastic box spring that sits on the floor and there's a mattress and like mind you my wife is very pregnant and can't like sit down and fall into the bed like you know she has to be Mm. able to just lay down Mm -hmm. um so (laughs) she ended up getting us like like five hundred dollars worth of like love sack or not love sack um of uh sleep number product okay. like legs and like all this stuff and she's like i am like eight months pregnant i can't believe this you know and yeah. uh <laughs> so uh so it ended up working out but like yeah in the moment it was very frustrating you know that we still had like a week of uh basically sleeping on the floor um mm-hmm. because <laughs> so we like we got rid of our bed like it was gone uh this thing was delivered and it was not what we expected um so on the furniture side of things i can certainly relate there um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it, in general, things in life happen, and uh, it's it's not always what you expect. It's not always what you want, and it's not always fair. And mm-hmm. I think one thing that um, I'm thankful to my parents for was just making it very clear at an early age that life isn't fair. And if you expect mm-hmm. it to be, you're going to be let down and disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, I and I mean, I, that's not to be a Debbie Downer. Like, expect big things, you know, uh, try your hardest. Um, but just know that, like, life is life. And mm-hmm. sometimes these things happen. And similar to what we said in our, our drum topic, it's really how you react to it. And I guess relax is really the key word here. Like, when something like this happens, Relax. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't recommend telling your significant other to relax in this instance. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good idea. <laughs> but uh-uh. but keep it in the back of your mind. You can relax. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> relax will not go over well when you're telling someone to do it in the moment. But yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but but yeah. I mean, it's it's um. How re- how you react can can go a long way, and like for me now, I know like there there are two little ones watching everything I do, mm-hmm. and unfortunately copying a lot of the things that I do. Uh, my my son dropped an f bomb <laughs> the other day. <laughs> we were watching uh, we were watching the Olympics, and he's oh like, "What the f just happened?" I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "Okay, I really gotta watch what I say." Um, <laughs> so they were picking up everything I do, how, how I react. Laugh? Yeah, it was. I was really. My wife and I both were trying so hard not to react in a way that would encourage 
uh, it coming yeah. again. <laughs> you shall not say that. <laughs> you shall not. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it, it, it's fine. But it, <laughs> um, as long as grandma doesn't hear him say it, then we're good. But. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, it's, you know, the, I, I'm very aware of, of this now because I know that there are uh, two little ones picking up on how I react to situations, you know, how I, how mm-hmm. I carry myself uh, around people, um, you know, and, uh, and I'll, I'll admit, I, I'm not good at this. Like this is, they're, they're seeing me fail day in and day out at this very thing um, because it happens so often, you know, mm-hmm. weekly or multiple times a week. There's something that happens that I don't like. <laughs> it's not what I expected. Mm-hmm. It's not what I want. And I have a choice in front of me on how I can um, move move on from this. And um, Yeah. Yeah. I was curious how you'd respond to this. I like your take. And I think my, my take has to do... My takeaway from this is the word justice. Mm. When, I, when I respond to a situation like this, I want to find the justice that I think is that I think I deserve. I want to find justice yeah. in a situation. And I believe after after listening to some Tim Keller work recently that God provides us a sense of justice that allows us to relax hmm. because we know in the end everything will be made right. And if, if we really understand that, can you imagine how that would change the way we live our lives? Yeah. Everything will be made right in the end. Every wrong will be made right. Every injustice will be not only reckoned, but there will be reconciliation. Mm-hmm. There, there, so in other words, somebody has to, somebody has to pay. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about the gospel is that somebody already did. That's right. And so when someone wrongs us, the justice that we feel like needs to occur, needs to happen right now, and I need to make it happen, we can relax knowing that our actions are no better, mm-hmm. our actions are covered, and so are theirs. Yeah. And by the way, even if you live a pretty darn perfect life, you still haven't done it, <laughs> and you, you still deserve Mm-hmm. much less than what you've been given, which is life yeah. with God. In the end, we all get what we want. What what greater sense of love than that? <clears throat> I mean, that's really what hell is. In my mind, hell is us getting what we really want in the deepest desires of our heart. It's, it's, it's our decision. It's our decision to lay ourselves down and to say, I love you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I want to be with you. That is a choice. Are you thinking about Jesus in these situations? Mm. What are you thinking about the most? What are you consumed with the most? I mean, I, I, I feel so convicted even talking about this because <laughs> I don't think about Jesus as much as I think about my performance. Right, right. I just don't. But the more I think about my performance, the more anxious I am, which does nothing mm-hmm. but create more anxiety. Right. The more I think about Jesus, the more I understand that I'm loved and forgiven and accepted and that justice will be served. Yeah. And that for me causes ultimate relaxation. Dude, <laughs> I was like thinking justice is for me a scary word. 
because mm-hmm. uh, you know you, you think about like the term you know justice is served, and you know God is you know one of the characteristics of God is is just, and I just start thinking about all of the injustices that I have committed. I don't know if that's how I should phrase it, but yeah. you know I, I have not been a just person my entire life. There's things that have happened that are unfair. <laughs> and if I have to pay that back, boy, mm-hmm. oh boy, am I in some trouble, <laughs> you know? Um, I mean, everyone can relate to this, whether you agree mm-hmm. or not. I mean, um, there, you have more than you deserve. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, when it really boils down to it. And so you're exactly right. I mean, we can relax knowing that we don't have to uh, pay the price of our mm-hmm. sin, and mm-hmm. and exactly, and ultimately, it's it's easy and um, common for us to get caught up in um, things that happen that don't feel fair. Um, but I think the ultimate reminder is is this exact thing is just that you know. A, life isn't fair. <laughs> if we expect yeah. it to be, we're going to be disappointed. And then, <laughs> you know, uh, we're actually getting the greatest gift mm-hmm. anyone could ask for, and that's like a clean slate. You know, it's hmm. forgiveness. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's something to relax all day in. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm feeling very relaxed right now. Mm-hmm. I have a chiropractor Same. appointment later, and I'm going to be the most relaxed person today. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think I'd like to wrap this episode. Um, we got to wrap this up, and I, I think the best way to wrap it, in, in my mind, um, Tim, I, I think you might agree, because we've talked about this verse quite a few times, but just has been on my mind while we've been talking. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Mm. Amen. Yeah, I'll take that for sure. I'll take that too. <laughs> man, good, good stuff. stuff. I love it. Love it. Yeah. Well, thanks for, uh, for coming with those topics, man. Um, thanks for carving out some time today to uh, to get this recorded while you're home from tour I know you've got a lot to do absolutely but um and thank you all for listening I, I really uh, we, we really appreciate every single one of you um, whether you're uh, mm-hmm. a member of our inner circle or um, just a you know a listener occasionally or or religiously um, we appreciate you and um, mm-hmm. it's um, it's really an honor for us to have this platform to talk about these things and um, we benefit it benefit from it just as much as, as any of you do. So thank you mm-hmm. for being a part of it with us. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for listening and uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah. We'll see you guys soon. And it's, uh, it's about that time. That's right. I'm pre- I'm uh, loaded and ready to go. Peace. Peace. <laughs>